Are you ready to live the all-in life? Then welcome to the All-In Podcast Show, sharing the defining moments of impact-driven entrepreneurs, industry pioneers, and transformative leaders as they showcase their defining moments and went all-in on their business and found true success. From the early steps in their journey to the moment they truly took their commitment to their life and business to another level, we'll give you the insight you need to go all-in on your dream life. Now here's your host, Daniel Giordano. Okay, welcome to the All In Podcast Show. Today I have a special guest, uh, Michael Flight. I am excited to sh- hear your journey and uh, share your message to the, w- to the world. Uh, welcome to the show. Thank you, Dan. Thank you very much for inviting me. All right. So um, tell me a little bit about your background and like where you grew up and you know what that history was like there. I grew up in the Chicago area and, uh, you know, 1960s 1970s and graduated from high school in the 1980s so it uh it was a a pretty you know sheltered life um until i went to high school and then high school was uh more of an urban uh experience it was 70 percent black and the rest non-black and so we um we got exposed to to all kinds of like really interesting things and you know really learn how to love people as they are um and there was you know some racial violence and things like that Uh, the one cool thing i like to say is uh you know i went to school with uh glenn doc rivers so um but uh and there was a few other uh nba basketball stars out of that school Mm -hmm. but uh then you know started uh, graduated from college i i thought i was going to be a lutheran pastor in college and greek and hebrew were a sign from god that i shouldn't be a pastor mm-hmm. um and so i went into the real estate business and i started out as a uh, you know commissioned real estate broker and it was a bit of a struggle to get it going but you know then it started working and i've been in the real estate business since 1986. okay and is that where the focus of the real you know the the um I'm assuming you start out with just, you know, homeowners in general to start with. Actually, I, I started out completely in commercial real estate. So okay. I, 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 and a little different. I, what, one of the guys that uh, works with me, he's a young guy and he's on Instagram and he goes, uh, this is my boss because I had posted something on Twitter that said, I've never, ever sold a house in my life, but I still have to continue to take these real estate, you know, broker courses that are all about selling houses. So, <laughs> right. But uh, I've been in commercial real estate, primarily uh, retail real estate, which is shopping centers and um, single tenant properties like you see McDonald's and, you know, Walgreens and things like that. So that's, that's what I've been doing for these 36 years. And uh, myself and a partner started uh, a company in 1990, and we've been in business since 1990 with Concordia Realty. Okay, all right. And and how did you decide commercial real estate was going to be the thing that was going to you were going to do? Um, my uh, my brother and I, when I was in college, and I think he was still in college or just out of college, we went to a, one of those seminars where you can buy real estate nothing down. Mm-hmm. And I got excited about, you know, getting into real estate investment and all the rest of that. And then, you know, was quickly put on to the fact that we didn't have a job and we couldn't get credit and it would be very difficult for us to buy anything, let alone nothing down. Uh, so I got a job with a uh, apartment rehabber while I was still in college doing basically labor. But he also um, mentored me on certain things. He said, you should get into 
commercial real estate, you know, make a nice stay, learn how the business works, and then start, you know, investing and buying your own properties. Uh, so that's how I kind of went into to commercial real estate versus, right. um, you know, not not residential real estate. Right. And I'm just thinking in terms of the, the, the name of the person that you, the first uh, real estate guru type event you went to with that type of thing. And just because of, you know, you mentioned the eighties, I'm just thinking there was only really one or two people back then that I'm aware of. Right. Honestly, I can't remember what the guy's name is. And there was a like 10 or 15 years ago, I, cause you know, it was like the, the whole thing. It's like, well, I'm giving you stuff for free, but if you buy this book, you know, you'll learn how to do it. We bought the book and I had found the book um, like 10 or 15 years ago. I threw it out, but I cannot remember who the guy was or what it he could was. have been. Yeah. It could have been Carlton Sheets. Uh, no, I, I don't think it was, no? It was no? that big of a guy. I think no. it was just yeah. more of a local guy. <laughs> it wasn't you know? more local guy. Okay. Yeah, doing stuff I was a holiday and, you know, type of thing. So. <laughs> I just remember that name as you said it just immediately. Yeah, Carlton Sheets, he was the guy with like the yachts going by and stuff on the infomercials. <laughs> yes. So. Right. That's funny. Yeah, so so what's interesting is uh you know, uh, I always like to hear that as like, you know, what what made you, you know, kind of take that first step, right? It's not like you had it all figured out. It was like, okay, I went and did this, then I then I became, you know, got into, involved in the rehab, you know, the actual manual labor part. Right. Mm -hmm. And learning that stuff. So, so what was the vision for you once you started to have some success there? Right. And as you started doing commercial real estate, because obviously doing what you do today to where you were many years ago is obviously, I'm sure there's a lot of differences. Yeah. My vision was always to get into real estate investment and to, to own real estate. And mm -hmm. so, you know, I, I grew up and we didn't have the internet and we didn't have all kinds of other things. So when I started out in business, um, I, I actually met Steve Forbes and told him that, you know, I got my MBA from Forbes magazine. Um, mm -hmm. but it was just reading, you know, different books like that. And, you know, if you're back then and still today, um, a large majority of the, the Forge, Forbes, uh, 400 or 500, I can't remember which one it is, uh, were real estate investors or they made their money in real estate. And so mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, real estate investment is you know even if people make a lot of money in some something else they typically go into real estate investment so it was always interesting to me and then the other thing that uh actually has kept me in it not just chasing riches is that um if you get into real estate it really you need to know a, a ton of other businesses like, like for retail real estate you need to know what a retailer um, if they're going to be able to do sales. And I just got a, a hot tip from this guy, Dan Giordano this morning, you know, uh, <laughs> that I had never even thought of, which is um, you could tell demographic density by how many pumps at a Costco. So, yeah. but, but it's just little stuff like that. So you need to know sociology, you need to know psychology, you need to know business. Um, you need to know about zoning. Um, there's real estate pretty much touches everything. And so you need to know, a lot about that. And so I, I've just never been bored with it. Um, it's just it, everything uh, we've done uh, a lot of deals, a lot of, um, you know, great things. We've built a, you know, a company, but it, it's always something new. I mean, there are really mundane stuff like, you know, payroll. And we've had at one point up to, to 40 people working for us. And, you know, that was just, you know, it, you're managing people more than you are doing the creative things. And, 
I like the creative side of it. I really like um, adding value. I really like the satisfaction of generating wealth for other people too. Mm-hmm. So that's, I, I could go on and on. You'll probably get bored with the amount of like, you know, things I'm going to keep bringing up about how excited real estate makes me. Right. And that's, well, that's, that's, I think a key piece for people. A lot of times, you know, um, like even for myself, I remember the day I asked myself the question, why do I do what I do for a living? Right. And that's what forced me to change and get involved in the internet world over 20 years ago. Right. Yeah. So, you know, if you, if you uh, look at that, you know, the excitement that you have doing it, that's obviously, you know, a, a big piece of it is like, you know, because most people aren't excited about what they do every day, right? And they go back and forth, whether it be a job or sometimes even a business they just happen to fall into, um, but they're not as excited about it, right? So um, I think that's a big piece having that fire. So. Yeah, and I got to hammer this one more time. I was at a uh, live conference two weeks ago, mm-hmm. um, and there was a bunch of people, and the majority of them were newer real estate investors. They've been in the you know, multifamily uh, and apartment investing, primarily multifamily and apartment investing, but most of them were newer. So they haven't been in the business much longer than five years. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I tell you, I just get energized being in a, a group of people that are like, just, you know, um, I feed off the energy because they're excited. They're like, you know, want to learn things. They want to do things. And, um, you know, I, I that's another great part of it. I mean, it's a satisfaction to me just to like, you know, go to events like that and talk to people and maybe, you know, give them a little bit of advice to, to push them this way so that, because I've done, you know, I, I've had a ton of mistakes and I've, you know, probably had like, I, I could have gone to Harvard and, and um, you know, not spend as much as I have on my mistakes. So, right. <laughs> right. so yeah, if, if I could at any time, you know, just say to anybody, you know, why don't you try to like, you know, just go this way instead of the, you know, head on, um, it might be a little easier for you. Right. Okay. And then you mentioned a key thing there, some of the mistakes, right? So some of the setbacks. So, you know, it hasn't always been, you know, sometimes people see you at the top or what they perceive as the top, right? Which there never is really a top. Right. Um, but they look at that and think like, well, you know, it must be nice to be there. They don't see all the blood, sweat and tears and the setbacks, the challenges, the frustration. So Tell me a little bit about some of those things, right, that you've experienced over the past many years doing this now. Well, I'm going to do my, um, I had to walk uphill both ways to school when I was growing up. But but, uh, when I started out in real estate, it was straight commission. So, Mm. you know, it it took me about three to six months to to get my first commission. So, Um, in 1986, I had to get a job at nighttime delivering pizzas for Domino's. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I made it to where um, I was hired by a, a larger investment company. And so I was making a nice salary and everything like that. And then the 1990 recession happened. It, we like to refer to it as the RTC savings and loan crisis. Mm-hmm. Um, and so real estate just dumped uh, myself and my partner were both laid off from different companies. And so we decided to start our own company and, uh, it was beginning all over again. We actually had to get up at four in the morning to deliver newspapers to, to newsstands, uh, to, mm. to make some extra money to start in, you know, we literally, uh, we, we always joked around. We, we said, number one, it's stay alive till 95, you know, cause it was 1990. <laughs> and, and number two, it was, um, you know, we're starting off with a depression mindset. So we're, you know, it's like use everything. 
Um, the first office we had, we actually shared it with a friend of mine from high school who had a you know, computer. Um, they were doing Unix uh, coding and stuff like that. But the, um, the, the floor in the building uh, or the, the office sloped so much that we had to you know, prop up the file cabinet so you wouldn't get killed you know, <laughs> if you open up the file cabinet and it's sold right. out. So um, there was that. We built up the company. Um, you know, there's been you know, various issues with uh, you know, buying properties that had environmental problems and dealing with those. So you know, I'm a toxic waste generator in four different states because you know, stuff just happens and you know, somebody finds a, we had one where they just dropped a, uh, a 55 gallon drum of something off. I wasn't sure, we weren't sure what it was, but you know, you, we had to go through an entire process to, to just dispose of that. And um, just the cost of that. Uh, there's, you know, the, my like 35 or $40,000 uh, lesson on, um, when myself and a partner were flipping houses and uh, I got out too far ahead of paying his brother who I, I thought we could trust in terms of like doing the construction. And it turns out he didn't do the construction. And I had, you know, other investors that we had gotten, you know, from Canada and they were institutional investors. So, you know, we had to come out of pocket to, to cover mm -hmm. that stuff. And th there's, you know, just myriad problems. It's just, right. and, and usually it's, when you know I've taken my eye off the ball and or didn't have the right system in place. Right. Okay. Perfect. Right. So, so for that person that's listening right now and hearing some of those challenges, right? Sometimes people hear stuff like I'm like, well, I don't want to do that, or I don't want to, you know, <laughs> I definitely don't want to have that problem. Right. They often say like if we all put our, you know, uh, put our problems into a hat and pull out somebody else's problems, we'd want ours back. Right. <laughs> right? So, so um. You know, so if you were to, you know, share with someone like the number one thing that they should do, right? Say they're, you know, involved in commercial real estate, uh, you know, doing some of the things that you're talking about here. Um, what would be some words of words of advice? You shared a couple things there, but what would be like the, the, the number one thing you would share with them? I would say um, have the right team. Mm -hmm. So having the right team, um, whether it's, you know, an attorney, get somebody that's, so if you're doing real estate, get a real estate attorney. Um, if you're doing, you know, syndication and investments, make sure you have a, uh, you know, securities attorney. Um, so get somebody that's specialized in that. Uh, I would also say, uh, you know, make sure you have the, the right accountant to, to help you out. Uh, and then it's just, you know, if you're doing real estate, uh, make sure you do your due diligence, all the rest of that stuff. But it can also apply to, to other, you know, um, companies. I mean, you should have, like, if you're, I, I know retail stores the best. So if you're starting up a retail store, um, I would make sure that you at least had somebody that, you know, you could use as a mentor to, to kind of help you out. Uh, I would, you know, also, you know, put a serious consideration into um, real estate. And then now if you're in retail, you also have to have a, a web presence. So, you know, you're going to have to have a team of people that you know, understand SEO and understand SEO for, um, for your particular business. So this is a key thing because uh, we're starting this new fund, Liberty Real Estate Fund. And mm -hmm. um, it's something that's primarily commercial real estate net lease investments. 
but we hired SEO people that were really good at um, real estate SEO, which is real estate residential brokerage, mm -hmm. but they didn't know anything about our business. So we ended up spending uh, on, on them probably close to $16,000 and, um, you know, ended up, it was just wasted money last year. Right. Uh, so that's, that's the type of stuff that uh, just try and, you know, think about what your specialty is and how you can find specialists in your business. Right. Okay. Great stuff. So from the uh, perspective of life vision, like what's the world domination plan for you? <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, so my newest venture and our newest venture is a thing called Liberty Real Estate Fund. And Liberty Real Estate Fund is uh, a super stable uh, wealth generating thing that we put together so that people could get regular passive monthly income. But the thing that most excites me about it, and uh, we're just trying to, you know, because I can't do anything simple. Um, so <laughs> we're doing an extra degree of difficulty. We're doing what's called a security token offering. Security mm -hmm. token is a blockchain based security. Um, so normally when people would invest with us, their money would be locked in for five, seven, 10 years. My mother is involved with something that my dad got into 40 years ago um, and she can't get out of it. With the security token, after one year, the investor could actually trade it. Um, so it is literally um, similar to a stock, but it rides on the same rail as a cryptocurrency. Okay. And what I'm most excited about this is that it's not only going to generate wealth for people here in the United States, but I envision uh, with this type of access, somebody in the middle of Africa, you know, uh, could just use their mobile phone. A guy, and I use this thing, a, a guy who's a farmer in the middle of Iowa on his tractor could use his mobile phone and buy like $10, $100 of, you know, prime property in London, prime property in Paris. They, there is no more borders at this point um, with this new financial system. So I'm very excited about it because uh, within the last 30 years, billions of people came out of abject poverty into the middle class. And that middle class is gonna need some way to preserve wealth so that they can not only generate more wealth for their family, but also generate you know, something to pass on to the rest of their family. So I, I'm just really incredibly excited. That's a world changing vision to me. Right, that's some good stuff and some, that's definitely a world domination vision. So <laughs> I knew there was a reason I asked that. Right? I, I, I'm not looking to dominate the world. I'm just looking for the world to go in this direction right. so, that, so that people, right. you know, uh, I, I, you know, for example, I've, I've worked with uh, people in um, lesser developed countries. And the, the, the key thing is, is that they don't have the assets to even borrow against to start a business or something like that. So mm -hmm. if they can get even a small piece of asset and the, the really cool thing about the security tokens, and we're having a, a call with a, a group out of Austin, Texas today, uh, they could actually invest in this and then potentially borrow off of it to, to, you know, to invest in a business or invest in, you know, any type of other thing. Mm -hmm. That's great. So I appreciate you sharing that and uh, I appreciate you being here as we continue to close here. Uh, what would be the best way for people to reach out to you? Uh, people can get a hold of me at libertyfund.io 
we have a contact page there. So that's libertyfund.io. Uh, they could also get a hold of me at hello at libertyfund.io. Okay, perfect. Or well, I'm on LinkedIn, uh, but I also Twitter and um, right. Facebook and all those other places. Right, all the many different places we get to communicate today, right? <laughs> awesome. Well, I appreciate you being here and taking the time to share your message and the big things you're doing in the world. So, you know, thank you for taking the time to, to do that today and uh, look forward to continued success and supporting your vision, right? And, uh, you know, taking over the world for the right reasons, right? <laughs> thank you, Dan. Thank you very much. It was a pleasure right. to meet you today. All right, likewise. We want to thank you for being all in with us on today's episode of the All In Podcast Show. For more information and resources based on today's discussion, as well as ways to connect to our guests, head to allinpodcast.com. That's available exclusively on allinpodcast.com.